Yes. Um, Clemson, South Carolina, one of the worst games I can remember seeing in that series since, I don't know, 1776 when I was a a young pup. What an ugly game. Now, it was a win for Clemson, so that was good. You know, you take that when you can, especially after last year. But what an ugly game uh, in Columbia, Beef. We saw a defensive touchdown, three field goals, which was the highlight of the day. Well, it wasn't a highlight because the first touchdown was a highlight, but three field goals from a guy who couldn't hit the broadside of the barn earlier in the season. And was it really good Clemson defense or South Carolina offense sucks? Yeah, I think it was a little bit of both. I, I, you know, it's funny. I Once – when Clemson can get going, like they did against North Carolina, against Georgia Tech on the offensive side of the ball, it's really pretty. And I'm sure that's the case with a lot of teams. But once they didn't get going and got that defensive touchdown right off the bat and then got the, the field goal, it almost felt like they literally took the foot off the gas. And if there was gas, I mean, it might have been the car might have been sputtering, but it was just run, run, run. And then even when you wanted them to run on like a third and four or even third and six they threw an incomplete so it just felt the offense couldn't really get going and they didn't really have to though so yeah it was ugly it was ugly to watch it was definitely like second on obviously I watched the whole game but it was you know there was another game on another tv that I don't even remember who it was that might have been a little bit more riveting it certainly wasn't Alabama Auburn or Ohio State Michigan that's for sure but, hey, a win's a win. The Palmetto Trophy's back in its rightful home after taking a year-long detour. And, you know, a win's a win. Hey. Well, the, good news, the good news for South Carolina beef is that um, they can take the lead in this series in 2050. Well, they can tie it up in 2054, and they can take the lead in 2055 with 31 straight wins. How about that stat about – only three wins at home since 1970 or something like that. <laughs> Woo. Now, locks, it just means more to those SEC teams. Apparently, it didn't mean more to South Carolina because they no. looked horrid. They looked horrid. I, another stat I saw is uh, that Clemson has more wins in Columbia than South Carolina has in the entire series overall. So, yeah. <laughs> I catch yeah. up. That's that is. That's a, that's an outrageous stat, honestly. So they're, the witching hour of the end of the 330 games, the Alabama-Auburn game, which was just a wild ending that I'm sure we'll get to, to the beginning of the Clemson-South Carolina game, which were all the highlights right there with the you know, the fumble that no one picked up, but we grabbed it because there was no whistle, a touchdown, and then bang, bang, here comes an interception. One of the best catches by a defensive back that I've seen in ages, just flailing, falling backwards and snagging it. Didn't capitalize really on it, but – I was just falling out of my chair between the Alabama Auburn game and then the beginning of that Clemson game, but and then it just went downhill on roller skates from there, unfortunately. But glad we won. It's good to see the kicking game was working, like we said. But uh, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, I'm glad South Carolina's not going to a bowl because they sure don't deserve it. <laughs> well, we'll uh, we'll talk about that uh, Michigan Ohio State and and well, let's talk about it now. Um, I thought it was a good game for a Big Ten game. I know, Zach, you're from Big Ten country originally. Originally, um, yeah. I was expecting a higher scoring game than most people were, and it, it was there, right? On the last couple of years, I looked at this stat for some article I was doing on BetSided. 
you know, they, they have averaged like 68, maybe even more than that points in that game. There was one game where they scored over 100 recently between the two teams. So I was expecting a little bit higher score game, but it was, it was a pretty good game. Um, and then Ohio State's quarterback got involved at the end and things didn't it. go well for, didn't, yes, I was out for, Perfect timing too. Yeah. On the t- on the text machine, I said he's about to do something stupid, yeah. and the next pass, the next play, he did something stupid, and mm-hmm. Michigan pulls it out. Yeah, it was. It was. I thought it was a pretty entertaining game. I I may have snoozed a bit in the third quarter, like I said earlier, but I mean, I, I think a lot of people do. It's, you know, it's big times after lunchtime. You know, it's uh, the 12, 12 o'clock tip offs are tough for us old folks, but uh, I I don't know, man. It. It felt like it was it was going to really take off there for a little bit, and then it just kind of sputtered. I I wonder if how much longer Ryan Day is going to be the head coach and call plays. It just it seems like something's got to change. And if he can't look at himself in the mirror, you know, you have some of the best wide receivers in the country here every year, and it, you got to get him the ball. I mean, how many times did Harrison get the ball? Five times, I think. I actually I know because I had him on the over. Uh, but, and he's he's a phenomenal athlete. I mean, that, that crossing route, he just skipped into the end zone. That was the last score. I, I don't know how you can't find a way to get the ball into their hands. Uh, the other kid, Abuka, well, I don't Abuka. know. Yeah, two catches, I think, is all he had. You know, so you got to put it in the playmaker's hands, whatever, you, whatever you're doing out there. And I, I'd be surprised if they're wanting to change it, if, if he needs to look himself in the mirror, like I said earlier. Sylvester checks in and says, sorry, I'm late. And Sylvester, I'm sorry for not hitting the live button when I should have. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we had a whole conversation before we even went live. So. There's only 134 shows, Beef. I'll get it down, okay? I'll get it down. Um, I throw to Harrison every time. I He's the auto. If you're a yeah. prize picks if you're a prize picks player, just put that guy on over, and you'll, yeah, win, you'll win three out of four times. I mean, you'll be kicking some butt. Beef, Ohio State, Michigan. I know you got Ohio State fans all over the place that are friends of yours, uh, not counting Zach, who's not a Ohio State fan. But nope. um, what do you say? Take away from that ball game? Yeah, I've watched a lot of them this year. My neighbor is an Ohio State fan, so we kind of have an understanding and an agreement that we're going to watch each other's games together and not say anything derogatory to each other, which has been a big test through twelve weeks. But uh, <laughs> I was able, I was able to get through. He's a really good guy, so it's hard, it's hard to do that. But on the Ryan Day tip, he's fifty-six and seven, and he's never lost to someone lower ranked than number six, I believe. So. I don't know what Ohio State fans want. I don't know what they want to be Michigan. Out of this guy, I mean, that's that's, 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 it. that's it, right? That's it. Yeah. But I saw something on Twitter that they've actually never lost a game because Michigan cheated in twenty one, twenty two, <laughs> and twenty three. In two thousand twenty, they were cheated because the COVID year, and they they were they were banged up, so they didn't have a proper chance to beat Alabama in the national championship game. And then some fumble they talk about in twenty nineteen that wasn't a fumble. So they've actually never lost in Ryan Day's history. So he's actually undefeated. He's 63-0 and in my record book. But, yeah, that game was fun. It actually was fun, and, and it was nice to watch and not have a dog in the hunt. It lived up to the hype, I thought. And Marvelous Marv and Maserati Marv yeah. and Honda, Honda McCord. <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, they. I, I thought it was really cool when the – what was it? The center from Michigan went down – with a broken leg, and then the next play that Blake Corum breaks it for 22 yards. That was kind of cool because the crowd was going crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a fun game. You know, it, 
are those two top four teams? I'm not sure. I think I think Michigan is built for it, but I don't. I still don't believe that they're going to win it. But hey, they might. You never know. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, um, Maserati Marv and Smart Car McCord. I think is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think is the duo there. Um, what a ball game. Okay, let's talk about another game here. Uh, Zach, this is more in your line of territory. Yeah. Alabama, Auburn, what a finish. I had given up. And then I had thought I bet the over on Alabama and that touchdown on the last play put me over. Yeah. And then I took it out. <laughs> and then I then I woke up two hours later to an L. So I'm still – I didn't even look up what happened. I just figured it was something crazy after ending of the game. But what a ball game it turned out to be. Auburn ran for 244 yards yeah. on Alabama defense. Auburn! Yeah. 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 I mean, who would have thought? I, I had Alabama all the way in this game. I put major money and sluggo bucks on them. Uh, I just didn't even think there would be a, a chance because Auburn has looked terrible, not to mention the week before versus New Mexico State in the house uh, getting stomped by them too having to pay them uh i didn't see it happening uh, and then they start bringing up the history in, in like the third quarter of like the last four game no maybe the last eight games there i think auburn's won three of them and the rest have been tight but when they played in alabama at and tuscaloosa it's always a blowout so now i know i'm sure i'll remember in two years from now not to <laughs> bet that way but uh <laughs> doubt it um it just amazing amazing finish uh again just falling out i couldn't believe that it was basically over and then the the missed uh the missed uh snap to go back that far and the awful defensive call of rushing two, having one spy in the middle and then doubling the inside same coverage on the outside he just threw it in a bucket just like they practiced they literally put a 55 gallon trash trash can out there and throw it in the corner of the end zone it was easy at single coverage so what I was thinking about this. It made me think of fourth and 16 for Clemson and how big mm-hmm. that was for Clemson. Obviously, right. different situation, different stakes, whatever. But imagine making a fourth and 20 – was it? Was it 31? 34th yeah. and 31. That's almost <laughs> twice. Hey, math. Almost twice, fourth and 16, to win on the last play of the game, to win the game against your rival on their field. Beef. I was just shuddering at the at the fact that Clemson can't convert third and eight, <laughs> and you know they always say the announcers always say that, that you know there's not a lot in the playbook for third and twelve, but what's in the playbook for fourth and thirty one, <laughs> right, or right. fourth and goal? Excuse me, from the thirty one. So yeah. Uh, yeah, what a what a throw by Milrow, what a catch by Bond. I mean, it was that shouldn't happen and it nope. probably doesn't happen 99 times out of 100 it just happened this time and of course the defensive call is going to get scrutinized right because the play worked but again you don't expect fourth and goal from the 31 to work nope. i mean they're living right apparently i don't know clemson can't convert first and goal beef much less fourth mm. uh, thir- third and eight okay you guys were telling me about the Washington-Washington State game, which I did not see because, as we talked about in the opening, as we, <laughs> as we talked about in the opening, I had a, a small little 14-beer keg on Saturday, and the wife and kid were out of town, so I can't be trusted. And uh, 
that was emptied by the end of the day. And that was my siesta. So what happened, Locks? <laughs> so I, I, I mean, I didn't watch them. I saw in the highlights, but I uh, basically came down to a game, game winning field goal. And I thought the coolest part of the whole thing was afterwards in the locker room, they gave the kicker a scholarship, which was pretty neat. You know, the scholarship football things are always like my favorite things to watch. It's just feel good story. Uh, whole team went nuts. Uh, it's pretty cool. So, uh, but yeah, big win for Washington. I, maybe that explains the line this week versus Oregon. They are undefeated, beat Oregon once, and they're what a nine and a half point dog going into this game. It's crazy to me. And we got some picks on that game. We'll get to that in just a minute. But first, I'm gonna get Beef back this time. Beef, what about that Clemson Bowl game? Where are you going, buddy? El Paso. <laughs> Two days uh, after Christmas, we're going to San Diego. I swear they're they're trying so hard to get this DJ Uyunglele Clemson thing. I, I I think, and it's going to be funny when he hits the portal and heads to Michigan State to follow his head coach rather than play in the bowl game. But um, my hope is that it's a, a Southern California again without Caleb Williams, probably to play yeah, out in San think. Diego. That's what it looks like right now. And, and quite honestly, I followed JP Jason Priester and wherever he says. Um, where he, wherever he thinks is what I believe. So, and to answer Sylvester, I was look, I was trying to look real fast. I think over the last couple, actually at least last week, Clemson dropped a good bit on red zone appearances. I definitely know their percentages towards the bottom, uh, but I'll have that answer for you shortly when somebody else talks. <laughs> well, they they sure. I'll talk for a minute, Beef. They sure didn't right. get in the red zone much because their one touchdown was on defense and. 49, 50, and I don't remember the third field goal from Whites because I, I was passed out thinking this guy made three field goals in the same game. And uh, first one was 50 and then 49, so not sure um, uh, how far how far the third one was. All right, that'll get you guys for talking about things uh, we shouldn't talk about. All right, it's time. Well, first of all, let's do this. Let's look at the scoreboard here. Um, what happened? Locks. A lot happened in the three weeks we weren't around, fellas. Uh, Casey made a really um, interesting bet and lost it, much like I did earlier in the year. Locks is under 500, but that's not how this game is played. That does not matter. Um, that does not matter. The big sluggo bucks matters, and Locks has 14,758 sluggo bucks and 40 centavos, which could come into play. Beef is still within range, though. 10,949, 40 me, I'm still in the red. Got a decent record, went 6-0 and the last two weeks, and still can't get out of the cellar. So with that being said, here we go, fellas. What everybody No, Dave, you could have done any worse if you tried. Oh, I take that as a victory. These guys are doing research, so why should I? Beef, you stink the most. A true believer in what they're doing in North Carolina. That's why I'm picking Virginia Tech, Tennessee. I love Spencer Rattler. I agree with Marty. I don't like this. Look, you smell it in the back door cover. Yes, I need back door covers, front door covers, side door covers. I need covers. Uh, Sylvester says it's quite the turnaround. Locks is uh, – I don't even remember the bet, Lock. What you? What did you bet on that put you so far up there? Uh, I hit Alabama, and I hit I had like a 4,000 and a 3,000 in the same week when Casey lost his 4,000, I think. And that's when it kind of flipped. Yeah. 
Big a big change in the two weeks we've been off. Locks is in the driver's seat. That means he goes third. I'm in the cellar. That means I go first. Mm. And I'm going to shake this puppy up, fellas. I've waited all this time to do this. <laughs> My first bet is going to be on liber- Liberty. Give me Liberty or give me an L. I'm hoping for a Liberty today. Minus 10 and a half against New Mexico State in the CUSA championship game. Liberty is undefeated. They've scored, uh, I believe, uh, 30 points in every game except for one. These two teams played earlier. In in Liberty Stadium, 33-17 Liberty. On Friday, they're playing in Liberty Stadium again, and it's only 10.5 points. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Somebody hurt. Hard to beat a team twice. Somebody not playing. Is it because I'm picking them that they're going to get hosed? You nailed it. <laughs> I'm not sure, but something's going to happen, and I'm going to lose 7,820.73 sluggo bucks. Make a move. Here we go. 7,820.73. Oh, okay. I see what's going on here. Now. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look at how much you had. Exactly, exactly. I have 7,822.73 sluggo bucks. I'm riding with Liberty. Give me Liberty or give me $2 is what it amounts to. And that game's on Friday. So going into Saturday, this is either going to be a three-man race or or a two-man race. I don't want to wait around for the weekend. This is what I call the locks theory on the prize picks. Locks can't wait a day. When nope. it's an easy win. Yep. So he just goes and bets something crazy and loses his money real quick. Yeah, well, I, I just have it over with. <laughs> Get it over with, yeah. I take my time to lose my money. Beef, That's you right. go second. Uh, big number in the Big Ten Championship, Iowa and Michigan. I was getting 23 points. Now I know that the over-under, I believe, in the first half is, is 0.5 for Iowa total. <laughs> Wow, I think so. I just think 23 is a lot. I don't think Michigan's going to be throwing it around the field very often. I think they're going to have to run it. I'm going Iowa here, plus 23, 949.47. And definitely take the under of that .5 too, Sylvester. Nine what? Nine? 949.47. What's the matter? Making... Did that hat squeeze your brain? What, what is... <laughs> Why can't we just do a round number? I mean, my because God. You can't take it with you. You can't take the slugger bucks. They don't roll over in the new year. So let's empty the golf tank or cart or whatever. Gas tank or whatever. Speaking of brains not working. Hey, beef is right. You can't take these with you, Locks. You're up, buddy. Right. Gotcha. Uh, I will take the Oklahoma State game plus 14.5, which I really like because it was 14. 14 and a half, I like better even. Um, you know, Oklahoma State burnt me hard about three weeks ago when they uh, they got blown out by, uh, who was it? UCF out of nowhere. Oh, no, like 31 to three. Yeah, it was terrible. So, um, I don't know. I just think that they're going to hang around enough and keep it lose by 14. That'd be fine for me. Uh, put me down for 2,000 sluggo bucks. 2,000 sluggo bucks for Oklahoma State plus 14.5. Wait, we got breaking news here, Beef. 
Had a boy, Kevron. Hunter Helms is in the transfer portal. Yeah, that's his boy from over there at, at Collegiate High School. Hey, where, where is where is Hunter going? Beef, you got any intel? No, no intel whatsoever yet. No. Okay. We'll see. Kevron, good to see you, buddy. Coastal. Coastal's looking for a quarterback. We'll see. Thanks for checking in, Kevron. All right. Pick number two for me. Well, I've got two bucks left, so it really doesn't matter. I'm going to go with Tulane minus three for one sluggo buck. Bet a dollar no fifty. Money. Just bet a dollar fifty. Bet a dollar ninety-five on it. <laughs> well, I could, Zach last year, I think, weren't you betting pennies on the final two games, locks? And I think you. No, I never have. I never have. Oh, we need, we need that. We need that red flag from that commercial. I think. Mm-hmm. I think you were betting pennies on that. Go back to the tape. One dollar on Tulane for me for my second bet minus three. Uh, yes, beef your second pick. Uh, I like to SMU a lot, uh, but Tulane is Tulane and they just keep winning. Tulane minus four because I make my picks later in the week. I'm going Tulane minus four. Willie Fritz, he could be out the door. We're not sure. He's talking. I'm, I'm rhyming a lot. Did you hear that? Um, <laughs> Anyway, oh, no, I- he could be out the door to Houston, reportedly. That's a weird lateral move if I've ever heard one. Anyway, I'm going Tulane, minus four, 5,000 sluggo bucks. Ooh. Again, Man, that's- math, you can't take it with you. Let's unload it. Please be correct, Beef. That is future ACC member, SMU, yeah, that's that right. uh, Tulane is playing. All right, Lock, second pick. We all three got this game, and I'm going with SMU Moneyline, though, plus 180. I like this pick. They had 52 points at halftime last week. I know they were playing Navy. I got it. You look at the past five games, they can score, man. This is like a a dynamic offense versus a team that has a pretty good defense that doesn't score. So I just feel like the offense is just going to have to put up some points here. All I need is for them to win by one point. I, I just – I don't know. I'm just going for an upset, and it'll be huge, too, at plus 180 for 2,000 Sluggo bucks. Ooh, that's somebody who's Brett got a – Lashley. That's somebody who's got a nice lead and can afford to bet 2,000 Sluggo bucks on a plus 180, which, yeah, that sounds decent, especially when the bucks aren't real. All right, <laughs> this, this is the bet you guys have been waiting for, my third and final pick of the day. Florida State minus four for one sluggo buck. Um, I don't. I don't think Louisville's going to score more than ten points. And I, Florida State might only score seventeen, but this could be. Remember that ACC championship game? I think it was Beefle. No, Georgia Tech and Wake Forest. It was six to three or nine to six. There wasn't a touchdown. I don't think in the whole dang game. That's what this is going to be like. Um, but I just think Florida State eventually, you know runs them down and scores a touchdown and it's 17, 10, 14 to seven, 14 to six, something like that. Um, I'd be shocked if it, both teams get into 20. So I'm just, what's it, what's it matter? I'm talking a lot for a buck, you know, what the hell really, doesn't, really, <laughs> really doesn't matter, but Florida state minus four for a dollar beef, your third pick. I think that, I don't know that that 2007 ACC championship game, Virginia Tech and Boston College. I had eight tickets, and it was in Tampa. Rainy. And I had Virginia Tech students come up to me and say, 
how much do you want for them? And I was like, I don't know. Give me a price. And they said, how about free? And I said, okay. So I made a lot of money there. Anyway, uh, my third and final pick, Washington and Oregon, the Pac-12 champ, Pac-12 champ, the last Pac-12 <clears throat> champ, Friday night. Washington plus nine and a half. I think Oregon's going to win, but I think it's going to be closer than people think. I, I love that receiver that Washington has. They can run the football. They got a decent defense. I do think Oregon wins, but I think it's going to be a one-score game. So I'm going Washington plus nine and a half. I wish it was ten, so I can get a clown face. Five thousand sluggo bucks. <laughs> Five thousand sluggo bucks. All right. Well, we'll make you got talk nothing about in the bank. Well, that officially means you'll have to talk about Washington next week. Uh, you're the Washington correspondent for this show. Rocks, the, <laughs> the third and final pick and the final pick of this year. That's right. I, uh, podcast. I told myself I was going to stay away from the game, but I can't help it because I'm an SEC honk. So the SEC championship, uh <sighs> This is tough. I mean, I, I I like Alabama. I like the way they're rolling, but I really like UGA too. So I'm taking UGA minus six. Um, you know, I, no one's talking about Carson Beck, their quarterback, the ugliest man in the world. We've we've talked about this before. I sent you guys pictures. He's a he's a foul ball. He's looks like he's been punched in the face repeatedly, uh, and he has a terrible haircut on top of it. Seventy two point four percent completion rate. You know, against obviously. Auburn showed that Alabama doesn't have the best defense in the world. So I think they're going to pull it out six points. I kind of like that. So um, same thing. I'm just going to stick with what I've been doing, 2,000 on that game as well. Sylvester says bet all your sluggo bucks on Georgia. 2,000 sluggo bucks. Sylvester. Wow. You won't. You won't. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Here's the recap. Locks, keep me honest here. Um Third place, Marty, takes Liberty, minus 10.5 for 7,820.73 Sluggo Bucks. Uh, Tulane, minus three for one, and FSU, minus four for one. Locks likes those last two numbers. It's really pissed off about the first one. Casey the Beef Cregan, speaking of being pissed off, as Iowa, plus 23 for 949.47 Sluggo Bucks. <laughs> Tulane minus four for five grand and Washington plus 9.5 for five grand. Zach Locks Parker, first place in the final week. All he has to do is not screw it up. He has Oklahoma State plus 14.5 for 2,000 Sluggo Bucks. SMU, Moneyline plus 180 for 2,000 Sluggo Bucks. And University of Georgia by three touchdowns, no, by uh, six minus six for 2,000 Sluggo Bucks. That sound right, Locks? Nailed it. Yeah, Nailed. last year he couldn't be caught, so that that's the difference this year. He can actually be caught, but we won't, but he can. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. It's not going to happen, but it's possible. No, and that, no, and no. That's, for sure. I can help And when I was working out, uh, which I, I, I knew I was going to put the big money on one game, right? That's the only way I could win. When I was yeah. working this out, you know, I really did the Vegas Insider – Thing to figure out what game to put the big money on. Whatever game was on Friday, because I'm going to be in it, or I want yeah. you guys to feel the pressure and worry about it on Saturday. That's the only reason I took liberty. I Spoiler alert, I'm not going to feel any pressure. 
You know, I well, you, though, I think you picked the right one. Yeah, well, that too, that too. But I think Florida State's got a good chance of winning uh, by more than four points. As we saw last week, they can fart around for three and a half quarters, and and then and then just they still got dogs. They still yeah, got just dogs. just yeah. out athlete, just out athlete people uh, in the end. All right, fellas, this is it. The final week, week 13, 52 picks. Beef and I have winning records, and we're not in first place, neither one of us. Crazy game. I'm, get, I'm not getting over 500. There's no chance yeah. I go 3 0. It's not happening. That's miserable. <laughs> Who cares? You could be uh-huh. the, uh, yeah. I mean, I got the hat hanging right over there that could fit on. Well, I don't know if it'll fit on that dome or not, but. It's a big head. You can, you know what you can do? You can cut the back, cut the little <laughs> strap in the back. <laughs> but uh, anyway, B, thank the people and let's get out. Perfect. Thanks to everyone in the Seldom News Reserve College Football Discussion Facebook group. Uncle John McGee, as always. Thank you, Sylvester, for, for commenting tonight. Everyone in the Sluggo podcast and each and every one of you who listens, likes, and shares and participates. And on behalf of Marty, Seldom News Reserve, Coleman, and Zach Locks Parker, I'm Casey the Beef Pregan. Thanks so much for listening and watching. And we'll see you right here next week on Sluggo. Thanks, everybody. I think we're done here. 